on this day on Triple M, this day in music. It's the 16th of February, 1972. I think this is a song of hope. Led Zeppelin started their six-day Aussie tour right here in WA today, presented by the City of Perth and Channel 7 packing out Subi Oval. It was their first and only visit to our country. Over 4,000 fans stood outside the venue without tickets, while police battled with over 500 fans who were ramming the locked gates trying to get into the gig. While all this was going on, the crowd rocked out to the beats of Whole Lot of Love, Immigrant Song, Rock and Roll, and Stairway to Heaven, to name a few on their set list. On the home front, local residents jammed police phone lines to complain about the excessive noise. What noise? Well, there's nothing I enjoyed more than going to a record store on payday and looking through the album covers at the pics and lyrics and all the other info on them for hours and hours, then spending my hard-earned cash on the latest releases. Let's take a look at the albums we were spending the most on as we check out our Aussie National Top 10 albums today in 1974. Sherbet's second album, On With The Show, came in at number 10 after peaking at number 6, featuring the hit Cassandra. Former number 1 album, Goat's Head Suit by The Rolling Stones, was sitting at number 9. Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd came in at number 8 on our Aussie National Top 10 album chart today in 1974. John Lennon's Mind Games album came in 7th. The double album Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is Alton John's seventh studio album, went all the way to number one on our chart, giving us four huge hits, including the title track, as well as Candle in the Wind, Benny and the Jets, and Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Here it is at number six. The fifth biggest selling album across Australia today in 1974 and on their way to the top spot was Band on the Run by Macca and Wings. David Bowie was in fourth place on our Aussie National Top 10 album chart today in 1974 with pinups giving us his first single here in Australia, which was a remake of Sorrow, which topped our singles chart for two weeks.
I can't remember going to someone's house who didn't have a copy of Neil Diamond's double live album, Hot August Night. Coming in as the third biggest selling album across Australia today in 1974. All four ex-Beatles were topping the charts around the world with their solo releases after they broke up, including the drummer Ringo Starr, who peaked at number two on our Aussie chart with his album Ringo, which gave us three hit singles, Oh My My, You're 16, and the hugely successful tune Photograph, which topped our singles chart. And the biggest-selling album across Australia today in 1974, the movie flopped, but the soundtrack did pretty good. Number one. If you maybe There's a page that aches for a word which speaks on a theme that is timeless. Jonathan Livingston Seagull, the soundtrack to the movie by Neil Diamond. The album earned him a Grammy and a Golden Globe Award. Today in 1983, after singer Joe Elliott from Def Leppard referred to the city of El Paso as the place with all those greasy Mexicans, the band was forced to cancel the concert in El Paso after they received threats that some serious damage would be done at the gig. Here's Joe's apology. According to the Arizona Daily Star, a Tucson newspaper, you allegedly made a remark on stage while performing during Rock of Ages referring to El Paso as, quote, that place with all the greasy Mexicans, end quote. Is that what you said? In all honesty, I don't remember, but um, it's very unlikely it is possible. Now, if I've said that and offended anybody, then I apologize more than you can, you know, imagine I could do. It was it was not meant as a, as a, um, a racial or, or harmful statement in any way. It was basically just a bit of a, a wind-up to try and get the crowd more excited than they already were. Possibly because I watched too much Cheech and Chong. Don't mess with the Mexicans, Joe. Bruce Springsteen's seventh studio album, Born in the USA, took the number one spot on the UK album chart today in 1985. The album sold over 30 million copies worldwide and has produced an incredible seven top ten US singles. The boss tells us about the album's title track. That particular song fell into a certain social context. The country had veered to the right and the, the Republicans at the time were basically attempting to co-op anything American. America's future rests in a thousand dreams inside your hearts. It rests in the message of hope in songs of a man so many young Americans admire, New Jersey's own Bruce Springsteen. Born USA was a song of rebellion. When I wrote that song, I said, hey, no, I was like, that, that flag, that's mine, too. And that experience is not the same experience that you're talking about and that's being put forth as the American experience. You know, those values aren't particularly the same value. Do it to the news. That's the Barton Shake your body, turn it out if you can. Shake it out, man. Take it to the 
The Simpsons were at number one on the UK singles chart today in 1991 with Do the Bartman. Michael Jackson was a massive fan of The Simpsons and offered to appear on the show and write Bart a number one hit, which he did, making The Simpsons the first cartoon characters to make number one since The Archies was Sugar Sugar in 1969. And that's it for this day in music, the 16th of February.